and it's another episode of the What the Bleep Are They Talking About, the podcast where we don't always know what we're talking about, and sometimes nor do the journalists know what they're talking about either. But I like to think that we know more often than they do, but I could be wrong. It's a mixed bag. But nonetheless, we have some interesting articles that we find that we like to share, but this one is of importance, and with me is Jennifer. Hey, everybody. And we're going to be commenting on Biden's newly released blueprint for, for fair, orderly, and humane immigration. So this is from the White House. So you know it's official. So it's official as you can get. So it states, the United States can have orderly, secure, and well-managed border. It already has a spelling mistake. Does it? And orderly, secure, and well-managed border. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. You're tired. (laughs) The United States... I'll clip that. The United States can have an orderly, secure, and well-managed border while treating people fairly and humanely. In January, the Biden-Harris administration launched a broad, whole government effort to reform our immigration system, including sending to Congress legislation that creates a new system to responsibly manage and secure our border, provide a pathway to citizenship, and better manage migration across the hemisphere. In the six months since, the administration has made considerable progress to build a fair, orderly, and humane immigration system, while continuing to call on Congress to make long overdue reforms to U.S. immigration laws. We successfully proceeded, processed over 12,000 people who had been returned to Mexico under the migrant protection protocols. We expanded lawful pathways for protection and opportunity, including the Central American Minors program to reunite children with their parents in the United States. We strengthened collaborative migration management with regional partners, including through a new human smuggling and trafficking task force to disrupt and prevent migrant smuggling and human trafficking operations. And we continue to deter irregular migration at our southern border. That's a that's a little questionable, <laughs> considering the extreme surge in illegal immigration. But regardless, the Biden-Harris administration has accomplished this and more while reckoning with the prior administration's cruel and reckless immigration policies, which exacerbated long-standing challenges and failed to securely manage our border. Case in point, the total number of unique encounters at the southern border to date this fiscal year remains below the total number of unique encounters to date during fiscal year 2019 under the Trump administration. Today, the administration is releasing a blueprint that outlines the next steps federal agencies will be taking to continue implementing the president's transformative vision for a 21st century immigration system that secures the border fairly and efficiently considers asylum claims strengthens regional migration management efforts in North and Central America, and addresses the root causes of migration from Central America. Likes those commas yes. that we were talking about in our other video. These are very long, uh, what, what would you call them, run-on sentences? Slightly run-on sentence, yeah. 
it's almost as if it's Which written to be thing. like a, a speech that is is proclaimed from the uh, from the the balcony of the White House. He would pass out. He wouldn't be able to breathe. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, because it's too long. It's too long. It's too long, and a, and a comma is only a small pause, not like a period or a semicolon where it's a longer pause. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm sure Biden didn't actually write this. It would make for good TV. It would make for good TV. Uh, success in building this fair, orderly, and humane immigration system won't be achieved overnight. So. Hopefully it will be achieved, uh, especially after the prior administration's irrational and inhumane policies. But this administration has a blueprint to get there and is making real progress. Although I'm pretty sure many of the same problems that the past administration came from the administration before it. I mean, if you ask, well, I'm just thinking too, like, we still are hearing about all the children in cages down at the border and things like that. I mean, I still see that on my Facebook daily. They so. opened up more facilities to put kids in cages under this administration. So. Even my, my dad, I was talking to him about this. Not about this, but he was just saying, he's just like, what is going on? Like, I thought the problem in Israel was solved. The problem at the border was solved, and now we're having these problems again. And just like, what, what, what are you like? Can we focus on something else? He's like, these are the same problems that we were dealing with like twenty years ago. I'm not confident that it's. He says it's not going to get done overnight. I believe it. I believe it. Has it gotten done in twenty years? No, no, it hasn't. I like your dad. What is going on? What are you guys doing? I feel like I ask that daily. And it's not the Biden administration. It's just the government. What are you doing? Yeah. Nothing. Anyway, we will always be a nation of borders, unless we're on the debate stage arguing for (laughs) open borders or more closed borders. I guess those are still borders. well, if you're closed borders, you have borders. If you're open border, you have no borders. You still have borders. But yeah, you still have borders <laughs> on a map. Yeah. And we will enforce our immigration laws in a way that is fair and just. We will continue to work to fortify an orderly immigration system. Does anyone have a problem with the immigration system? I'm just going to ask. Or do they have a problem with the illegal immigration? I've never heard anyone say anything about the immigration system per se. Does Maybe anyone, they say that it's too long of a process. I was going to say, in. does anyone actually know the immigration system for our country? Like I only natural know, born citizens? Well, like, well, if you're naturally born, you're, you're, you're a citizen here. Exactly. So, like, it, I don't really have a dog in the fight. So I don't right. know the process. I, only I know, should learn the process. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, from what I know, I only know bits and pieces because I went to a... Um, family christmas party and a member of our like long extended family they came from italy like last year or a couple of years before that and they just got their citizenship <laughs> and they said they had to wait maybe close to 10 years wow to get in and then you have to take the test and you have to pay a certain amount of money um so it is a long and and, and drawn out process could it be quicker? Sure, it could be quicker. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, but should it just be a process where we just let everybody and everyone in? Well, no. I don't think any country is doing that. Well, no. And, and that's the funny thing. When these arguments come up, it's just like, well, no one else is doing this. Why are we pretending like we're the most inhumane country when it comes to immigration? Well, we talked about, you know, I wouldn't even be allowed into Canada <laughs> in another right. video. Right. Because Canada uses a process and they want the best people coming into the country, mm -hmm. which we talked about. If Canada is choosing the best people for the, for the country, then those people are going to do much better in the country. Whereas if you just have people coming in, well, you have no one to help set them up. You have no, they have nowhere to go. Whereas if it's Canada, they have a place to go. They can help get them set up. They can put them in a place where they're best to adapt and survive. And, but no, to answer your original question, I, I don't believe anyone arguing against immigration is actually saying no one should ever be allowed in. Right. I think it's just that they want them to do it properly. And, exactly. And go by. Again, could that be simpler and, and quicker? Mm -hmm. Maybe. But. And that's fine. But most of the concern is over the Ill illegal immigration. Well, and I feel like we do that so much, especially here lately. We don't say what we actually mean because mm -hmm. it doesn't sound as hyperbolic and it doesn't get us the attention that we want. So, like, we're not – we're saying we need a immigration system. Mm -hmm. Do do they mean, like, a super open border immigration system or a super closed border immigration system, or do they just mean a better one? Or are they just being broad for the sake of being broad? Probably that one. But this gives us 21 points, and it's about to get into that. Oh, so fine. maybe this will give us a little bit more. It's a lot of points. Yeah, it's a lot of points. But hey, maybe a lot of points means a lot of a lot of bettering. <laughs> a lot of bettering. <laughs> let's hope so. Um, so let's see. Point number one. Yeah, this is point number one, I hope. Uh, making better use of existing enforcement resources. Okay, seems straightforward. Since fiscal year 2011, U.S. Customs and Border Protection Protection's discretionary budget has grown from $9.9 billion to $15 billion. The president's budget redirects resources from a needless border wall, but didn't the Biden administration resume construction on the southern border? I but the parts that, that were under construction but weren't yet completed? I do not know the answer to that. I'm going to say the answer is yes, but... I just like how we're... And every president does this, so right. I'm, not, I'm not saying anything against Biden or anything against the <laughs> previous administration. I just love all the digs being thrown in. Mm -hmm. Like I said, every administration does it. I didn't realize it was so rampant in their press releases, but... Oh, that they're digging into prior they're administrations? They're digging into prior administrations. It's not helpful. No, I don't feel like it is. It's like when they do it during the campaign trail. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, if I want to vote for that guy, mm -hmm. I'll vote for that guy based on what he's he or she is telling me. Right. I'm voting for you based on what you're telling me you're going to do, not what you're telling me that guy's not going to do. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. So what they're going to do is they're going to take funds for the, the needless border wall, uh, and reallocate it into things like modernizing land ports of entry uh, that are proven to be effective at improving safety and security at the border. But my thought is, I, I am pro wall because it's a wall. So I'm 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 in, I'm pro a multi-step solution 
that being if you finish the wall you're you're cutting off the acute problem and the acute problem is people that are not going through the port of entry which is what they would like to reallocate resources for right that's the acute problem is people just coming across right some of those are good people some of those are bad people we know that there's drug cartels and they bring drugs across and we know that there's criminals coming across because if you're a criminal in a foreign nation why wouldn't you try to escape that nation to go somewhere else that's what criminals do we had movies all throughout the 90s where people trying to leave the u.s and go to mexico to evade u.s law or, or capture whatever so maybe they want the wall too who oh those borders <laughs> yeah. the the, the, for, the other leaving, countries leaving the u.s to go to the to mexico maybe yeah. maybe they're good with it but that cuts off the, the 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 acute problem but then you also have to work with your other countries which is a good thing that the biden administration is doing working with the other countries to to help with those root causes, to stop people from coming in the first place. You kind of have to do both. That's my thought on it. Yeah. And it's not a bad... I hate the fact that people say that a wall is this terrible, bad thing. Every country has a wall. Whether it's, you know, a, a geographical wall or a physical wall. Spain has a wall. Mexico has a wall. Israel has a wall. Everyone has a wall. Anyway. Anyway. I'm fine with the... I'm fine with that. I just these investments will serve as a force multiplier to the over 19,000 border patrol agents currently helping to secure our nation's borders, and the over 25,000 CBD officers, CB, CBP officers who are probably finding CBD, um, working at our land, air, and seaports. The investment will also facilitate more robust and effective security screenings to combat human smuggling and trafficking and the entry of undocumented uh, migrants. But that's great and all. But again, if I'm smuggling people, why would I go through the border where there's going to be advanced reinforcements? Yeah. Why wouldn't I go through the hole? Anyway. Plus, plus, if the wall is almost nearly complete, why wouldn't you just finish it? Also, didn't they... Didn't one of the courts come out and say that the funding wasn't even legit? Like, yeah. where they got the funding wasn't even... Mm -hmm properly allocated yeah and that's true so the trump administration they did say they declared it an emergency so that they could reallocate funds from the i think the military to start building the wall and then a court came back and said no you can't do that i well maybe they did i don't recall that I, because they did start building the wall and they mm -hmm. got most of it completed so maybe they did come back and say that and maybe it was overruled or maybe they just kept building it anyway my point being, like, if they came back and said, the court came back and said, oh, this wasn't actually allocated properly, mm -hmm. <coughs> how are we reallocating those funds to the things Biden wants to do? Um, I think, no, I think what he said in this is that he's reallocating the money for the wall for the other things. Oh, but what you're saying is the money if came If the from money somewhere. was allocated yeah. incorrectly anyway, how are we using the money for I think maybe it's a bad point. I don't know. I think maybe you. I think maybe you're wrong. I could be wrong, but I think maybe you're wrong, and it was okay to take that money. But there was a lot maybe of maybe it was. Maybe they came back and mm -hmm. and another court or something ruled. Right. But I distinctly remember hearing something about, you know, it it was unconstitutional or something because you know Facebook had a field day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe not. Un I don't know. I don't know. If you're right, then I get your point. If you know and have an article about that leave it down below yeah, in the comments please. Um, the second point improving the expedited removal process for those who arrive at the border 
the administration is working to improve the expedited removal process at the border to fairly and efficiently determine which individuals have legitimate claims for asylum and other forms of protection. Asylum and other legal migration pathways should remain available to those seeking protections. Those not seeking protections or who don't qualify will be promptly removed to their countries of origin. Perfectly fine. That's fine. If you don't have a legitimate claim for asylum, you have no reason to, we don't have, you have no reason for that to be filed or processed, right? Um, Because I do know that they have people coming across from, they fly in from Africa and then they come up through the border. There's no reason to be doing that. But third point, facilitating secure management of borders in the region by providing training and technical assistance, supporting the improvement of border infrastructure and technology, and promoting collaborative migration and border management approaches. That means nothing. Did you get anything from that? Um, I I don't I don't know. Improvement of border infrastructure kind of sounds like a wall. Right. Facilitating secure management of borders in the region by providing training and technical assistance, supporting the improvement of border infrastructure and technology, kind of like what they described in the first one with the, with the, with the entry ports, mm-hmm. and promoting collaborative migration and border management approaches. So, but with who? With what? And why? Yeah, just not very specific. It's not specific at all. I, we're down to 20 points, not 21 points. Um, I think that what, point number four, strengthening anti-smuggling and anti-trafficking operations by working with regional governments to investigate and prosecute individuals involved in migrant smuggling, human trafficking, and other crimes against migrants. In April 2021, DHS announced Operation Sentinel, a new operation targeting organizations involved in criminal smuggling. Fantastic. It's great. We should be doing more to stop human smuggling i i don't want to go to conspiracy theory here though but knowing what i have no idea what she's going to say by the way (laughs) knowing what i know about the drug and human trafficking industries Mm -hmm. the people i'll just say it like this the people benefiting the most Mm -hmm. are in the very institutions that claim to be stopping it how so because so often people who are rich and influential are the ones who are benefiting from these types of transactions. Do you mean they're using their services or they're using their services and sometimes contributing to the actual getting the resources here? I mean, we do know that high profile individuals like Jeffrey Epstein was involved with I don't know if it was human smuggling, but it was definitely, he had that whole pedophile island and he was doing bad things with, with kids. I can imagine that, yeah. I don't know. It sounds good in theory, but to me it's just another one of those things that they want to be like, oh, we're going to do this to stop this, mm-hmm. but they're not actually going to do anything about it. Oh, so because they're benefiting from it. And you don't specifically mean the Biden administration, no. but you mean that maybe there's government actors who are pro the human smuggling for whatever reason. So is it going to be one of those things that takes priority? I don't know. I think that's very... Um, a, I said I, I think don't want to go... Bold claim. I don't want to go too conspiracy theory, but... But, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, 
someone has to be funding it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, I doubt it's your average Joe who's just taking part in these in, in, in these schemes or whatever. Anyway, I digress. But I, I think you're on to something. Um, but we that would definitely need a lot more. Oh, a lot more research. unpacking and. But I don't disagree with you either, um, because we do know that 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 happens with mm-hmm. high profile and individuals typically do come out to have done some pretty pretty awful things. Uh, bolstering public messaging on migration. Uh, this is the fifth point. Bolstering public messaging on migration by ensuring consistent messages to discourage irregular migration and promote safe, legal, and orderly migration. So that's like when Kamala Harris was in Guatemala and she said. Do not come. Don't don't come. Do not come. Please do not come. Which it's it's fair because I feel like people do think of America as we're we're the melting pot. That's what everyone considers us to be. That's the narrative. Mm-hmm. Come here and live the American dream. It's also safe. There's jobs. Yeah. So yeah, definitely more like commentary on. This is the process. Don't don't just come. <laughs> I don't know how much commentary actually matters because if you are a cartel and you are getting paid to bring people up across the southern border, and I if you know who's to say that the drug cartels are lying to the people in the first place? That's true. Like you, the argument is, you have to believe first that the people who are coming up are paying attention to what our political leaders are saying and watching our television to know that Kamala Harris in Guatemala is saying, do not come. Yeah. And then the drug cartels are taking advantage of them and probably telling them something else. Like, oh, yeah, you can come. It's no big problem. Just pay us 2000 bucks, and we'll take you up. It's no big deal. They want you there. And then they get there. They get arrested, and they still make their money. The people get sent back. and So I don't think a message is in any way effective. Especially when we're saying don't come, but at the same time we're saying we want universal asylum. Mixed messages. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's mixed messages. Uh, implementing orderly and fair processing of asylum applications. The administration is committed to fairly and efficiently considering asylum claims. Asylum and other legal migration pathways should remain available to those seeking protections. But those not seeking protections or who do not qualify will be returned to their country of origin. Uh, Bullet point number one for, I guess, the asylum claims. Um, Establishing a dedicated docket to consider asylum claims. The administration has set up a special immigration court docket to promptly and fairly consider the protection claims of certain recent arrivals. Okay. Uh, Bullet two, further improving the efficiency and fairness of the U.S. asylum system by authorizing asylum officers to adjudicate asylum claims for those arriving at the border and establish clear and just eligibility standards that harmonize the U.S. approach with international standards. The administration has already begun to rescind Trump's administration policies and decisions that unjustly prevent individuals from attaining asylum. On June 16th, the Department of Justice reversed two of the former administration's rulings restricting asylum protections for victims of domestic and gang violence. Um, we would have to look into that further and mm-hmm. see whether that's true yeah, or not. But for sure. Uh, 
maximizing legal representation and legal orientation programs by working closely with pro bono legal service providers. The president's F, uh, uh, fiscal year 2021 budget requests $15 million to provide representation to families and vulnerable individuals, as well as $23 million to support DOJ legal orientation. So that's legal representation to fight for asylum for these individuals? Okay. Yeah. Uh, reducing immigration court backlogs by ensuring priority cases and considering in a timely manner and hiring more immigration judges. The fiscal year 2021 budget requests an additional 100 immigration judges and provides support for additional court staff to ensure the efficient and fair processing of cases. The Department of Justice also restored the discretion of immigration judges to to administratively close cases in another step to ensure priority cases are considered in a timely manner. M my thought here is if we are spending this amount of money for legal representation and bringing on this many immigration judges, how many people are coming in via asylum? Because isn't asylum asylum claims are a special circumstance in which you are fleeing because you live in a in, in, mm -hmm. in which your life specifically your life is in danger for some reason in the country you're you're living but if you're spending all this money and you and you're bringing on all of these judges are we expecting um are we just going to be letting in everyone that claims asylum or i mean i guess it comes down to how do you sort out the liars yeah yeah i mean is that the thing we're going to start doing if everyone's just going to show up and just say, well, I'm claiming asylum? We say, well, we've got lawyers, we've got more judges. Well, we and it specifically says, though, Department of Justice restored the discretion of judges to close cases to ensure priority cases. So, I mean, I guess that sounds to me like they're giving a little more freedom and saying, mm, yeah, no, this one's crap. Okay, okay. Let's get to some that are, you know, legit. Okay. That, That's that, what that says to me, anyway. Right, and maybe you're right. My only fear is that maybe we're just we're saying that we don't want you to come and we're going to be enforcing all these things but we've got enough resources to quickly get asylum cases through if we, if we wanted to or not through or not through so time will tell i guess yeah i think it goes to i was going to say like the the best of both worlds i mean mm -hmm. that balance of you can't just say no everyone's lying yeah but yeah, then yeah. we have to also provide the resources to make it a speedier process yeah it's true so yeah because even if it's speedier you can still more quickly go through the crap cases exactly exactly yeah uh, strengthening the collaboration migration management with r regional partners. The United States seeks to expand U.S. and multilateral efforts to address the dire humanitarian situation in Central America and strengthen regional collaboration migration mi management. The United States believes that all individuals should be able to have a safe, stable, and dignified life within their own country while ensuring that asylum and other legal migration pathways remain available to those who need them. Bullet point one, providing humanitarian support to address the acute needs that pressure individuals to abandon their homes. Fantastic. If they don't have to leave in the first place... They are not coming here. Right. 
U.S. efforts will address food insecurities and malnutrition, mitigate the impacts of successive drought and food uh, shortages, promote protections for vulnerable individuals, and provide materials to support rebuilding of homes and schools damaged by the hurricanes. The United States will also work with the United Nations to mobilize international support for those deteriorating deteriorating situations in the Northern Triangle. As part of these efforts, the United States in April provided $255 million in assistance to meet immediate and urgent humanitarian needs for people in El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, refugees, and other displaced people and vulnerable migrants in the region. Um, I hope they're going to talk about doing something to curtail the cartels, because I don't believe that it's great if you throw all the money at the problem, but if you have a corrupt system and you have cartels making things hellish for people that are living in that area, I think that is a big problem that has to be fixed. Right? It's like if you give all the money in the world to North Korea, well, Kim Jong-un is just going to end up with all that money. Yeah. And it's not going to improve anything, except for him. You get a couple more horses or something. I don't know. I don't know what he likes to do. but uh, Expanding access to international protections to provide safety to individuals closer to their homes by building and improving national asylum systems, enhancing efforts to resettle refugees and scaling up protection efforts at risk groups. No, for at-risk groups. Establishing migration resource centers in the Northern Triangle countries with the support of international organizations and in coordination with governments in Central America to provide referrals to services for people seeking lawful pathways for migration and protection. The center also provides referrals for, to reintegrate support for migrants returned from the United States and other countries. Yeah, that one has a place in my heart. That's absolutely what anyone in social services should want to make those resources available and obviously social workers think resources are the the path to everything so hey if you're looking for a job you can uh, work in the northern triangle there i'm okay it's not my personal calling i'm in my calling but it is definitely someone's calling i know that there were several people in my in my cohort and college and and my grad program that would jump at that opportunity so the resources are to help them with asylum seeking or to better their lives or both mm. lawful pathways for migration and protection and support for migrants returned from the united states and other countries so yeah both oh so if they're returned so if so they're, if they're deported okay that's good um, so, restarting and expanding the Central American Minors Program to, to provide children the opportunity to receive protection and reunite with parents in the United States. In March 2021, the United States reopened the CAM Program, uh, Central American Minor Program, and in June 2021 expanded it to additional categories of eligible U.S.-based relatives who can petition for their children. Expanding Refugee Processing in the Region including in-country processing in North Northern Triangle countries and helping international organizations and local non-governmental organizations to identify and refer individuals with urgent protection needs to the U.S. Refugee Admi Admissions Program and other resettlement uh, countries. 
the U.S. Department of State and Department of Homeland Security has resumed interviewing individuals via the protection transfer arrangement to expand protection for vulnerable na nationals of El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras. So I'm reading that as you don't have to get to the border to seek asylum. You can just go to this asylum center and, and seek asylum there. Thereby, you are reducing people taking the dangerous journey to the to the southern border, which is a good idea. Mm -hmm. um, expanding access to temporary work visas in the region, DHS announced a supplemental increase of 6,000 H-2B visas for temporary non-agricultural workers from Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador in fiscal year 2021. The administration is also exploring ways to enhance access to H-2A visas for temporary agriculture workers when there is insufficient qualified U.S. workers to fill these jobs while ensuring strong labor protections for all workers. The administration will also encourage other governments to develop and expand regional labor migration programs that protect workers' rights and allow access for individuals to find meaningful temporary work. And I think that's great because, I mean, you should be focused on your own citizens first. And if you can't find employment, then you should definitely be able to use um, other workers as well, as long as you're taking care of your, your own citizens first. Mm -hmm. But uh, reducing immigrant visa backlogs. The United States aims to reduce the backlog of immigrant visa applications for Northern Triangle nationals as quickly as possible. And it goes on. Oh, gosh, it goes on. Investing in Central America to address the root causes of migration. So I say, oh, gosh, but this is probably the most important one. <laughs> it also appears to be the last chunk. Yes, thank, thankfully. Um, the 21-point plan is getting a little bit long. Uh, 21 points would be fine. Were they mm -hmm. one-sentence points? Yeah. Some of them were quite lengthy. Uh, we cannot solve the challenge at the border without addressing the lack of economic opportunity, weak government and governance and corruption and violence and insecurity that compel people to flee their homes in the first place. Fantastic. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is taking care of the chronic issue. The impact of two major hurricanes in late 2020, a prolonged drought, and COVID-19 have aggravated these long-standing challenges. I mean, I guess. I mean, these have always been problems. It's not just because of this hurricane and COVID-19. Yeah. They've been coming up for decades and whatever. Addressing economic insecurities and inequalities by investing in programs that foster a business-enabling environment for inclusive economic growth, enhancing workforce development, health, and education, and building resilience to climate change and food insecurities so individuals can find economic opportunity at home. The U.S. will also work with stakeholders to increase trade and diversify industries, as well as with the private sector to build on the call to action to catalyze investments in the region and support economic development. So they're just going to help to support economic development. Yeah, just that was a lot to say. That. There was a lot to say, and I noticed some buzzwords like... Ah like inclusive economic growth as if the word inclusivity matters to a starving nation that's the I, 
I'd rather have food than inclusive economic growth. And then climate change was thrown in there. Oddly. Always. Always. I don't think climate change is the reason they have poor economic growth if they've had poor economic growth for a very long time. Isn't climate change happening all over the world, too? Yeah. And the U.S. isn't experiencing poor economic growth, other than because of COVID. But, but anyway, anyway. Combating corruption and strengthening democratic governance. Fantastic. I was talking about this earlier. You were. Let's <laughs> stop the drug cartels. You know, it's so bad that I, I read these stories, and sometimes it, it turns out that even, like, military members are in the cartels. So how you root these people out, I have no idea. That kind of goes back to my earlier point maybe that was more what i was getting at like people are benefiting from this here in our country even though we say we want to stop all of you know the immigration or illegal immigration and things like that but then we're still perpetuating the systems that keep it going and it's also benefiting people in those foreign countries as well, mm-hmm. who are part of the cartel, who who might be in positions of power, but they're actually actors in the cartel, exactly. and they're profiting off of it as well. So, it, it's, it's it's a not, tough road. I mean, it's a multi-pronged attack. You can't just do one thing. You can't just look at the wall. You can't just look at st- strengthening economic inequalities in, in Ecuador. You have to do all of them at the same time. Which I think we talk about in yeah. lots of things that the government tries to mm-hmm. to do. They go at it from this one side mm-hmm. while not addressing the other side. Right. Which is really when you should be addressing all of it together. Because you're not going to get anywhere with just this. You're not going to get mm-hmm. anywhere with just that. There's, um, there's a point I made that this one time. We were, it, it was in class and we were talking about lab values. And how lab values, like for a person, they're not a good representation of, of outcome because they fluctuate all the time. So if you are just chasing lab values and trying to fix each individual lab value, but you're not trying to fix the chronic problems, you're not solving anything. So you have to fix the whole human body. No doctor just fixes one thing. Yeah. You have to fix everything that's wrong at, at the same time. But anyway, let's see what they're going to do with this drug cartels. I'm ready. <laughs> God, they're going to come for us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jack. Yeah, I know. Uh, combating corruption and strengthening democratic governance. By working with government, civil society, and independent media. What? <laughs> to improve governance, government services, increase transparency, promote accountability, and respect for human rights, sanction corrupt actors, and provide protections to at-risk use victims of violence and other marginalized populations. I don't think that's going to do anything. What are they, just wagging their fingers? We're going to hold you accountable. They're out in the open doing these things. They don't care. They don't care. Send in the military. <laughs> Uh, promoting respect for human rights, labor rights, and free press. Again, criminals don't care about human rights, labor rights, and the free press. That's why we're promoting respect for it. You criminals better better respect these don't, things. Don't you know that all humans are equal? That's what we're going to tell them. And they're going to listen this time, gosh darn it. All humans are equal. But to criminals, all humans are not equal. They're, That's going to get clipped out of context. They're going to tell them that. And like you said, they're going to whack. Uh, Biden's going to point at them. Hey, you. And be like, cartels. Respect all the, people. All the people are created 
equal. You no, know the thing. You know me. I love it when Biden points at people. Does so. he point at people? He does. He points at people does all he? the time. It's a meme. It's rude to point. You're not yeah. supposed to point. He, he's a whole meme. He's old school, Wave I to guess. the people, Joe. I'm going to point at him. Anyway. Um, well, that's not going to do anything. Uh, sorry, uh, so Northern Triangle countries. That's how we're coming for your drug cartels, by the yes. way, is with a stern face and a finger wag. Um, yeah countering and preventing violence extortion and other crimes how will they do this by strengthening accountable law enforcement focusing on crime prevention and encouraging regional cooperation to address shared criminal threats isn't that what the law enforcement does anyway um they typically i mean sure they have problems within the law enforcement because of corruption but focusing on crime prevention, yes. Yes, that is what police do. Um, encouraging regional cooperation to address shared criminal threats. I mean, that's fine and all, but if you have a corrupt, corrupt law enforcement, it's not going to do anything. Yeah. Like, I think you have to send in a non-corrupt actor. Like, I don't think the United States should just go barging in there. But I think if Mexico, if the president of Mexico was serious, you'd say excuse me, I'd like your assistance and you can send in your own guys to take out, take, do these, like hiring them, like, m not mercenaries, but, yeah. but that would be the only way, hiring an out, a third party actor, the only way to ensure that you're not going to have corruption, uh, a corrupt police force or crime force that's going to send you backwards in what you want to do. Yeah. But anyway. Combating sexual, gender-based and domestic violence by working with governments and civil society to prevent and prosecute violence and support victims. Again, that's great, but you gotta get rid of the criminals first. Anyway. Uh, while President Biden can implement significant parts of this strategy with his executive authority, Congress must also act. Millions of non-citizens call our country home. Immigrants are key, a key part. We're going to emphasize that. Immigrants are a key, we a need, key part we need commas. of our communities. Yes, immigrants are, uh, and makes significant, and they make significant contributions to our economy, which is true. They buy things, but well, again, he's using immigrants. He means illegal immigrants, but he knows if he says illegal immigrants, that's a naughty word, and we're not allowed to. We're, we're not, not allowed, allowed to, to differentiate between people. Whatever. Um, um, they make significant contributions to our economy. That's true. Um, they buy things. Over the past year, millions of Im Ill illegal immigrants, I'm not going to play that game, have risked their health to work side by side with other Americans to perform jobs that are essential to the functioning of the economy. And yes, illegal immigrants probably do most of the jobs that function our economy, like picking our crops and, uh, and, and um, you know, doing all the jobs. We know they do jobs that people don't want to do. And it's the jobs that people don't want to do that are that need to be done the like, most yeah when i worked in restaurants the person that you always said thank you to at the end of the night was the dishwasher because without the dishwasher it, it was a thankless job it was a dirty job but without the dishwasher the entire kitchen fell apart mm -hmm. um they are americans in every way but on paper and it's true i would much rather have illegal immigrants uh coming into the country because they're much more patriotic about this country than people who actually live here. That's also going to get clipped out of context. 
what uh, that they're um more patriotic no no the people that the first part but oh i I can't remember what i said (laughs) but they are i mean they love this country um because they know what hardship is really like yeah so i'd much rather have them than you know some snobby person that is complaining about the country the whole time all the time anyway the american public supports a path to citizenship true i agree i agree with that and a fair and efficient legal immigration system that welcomes talent from around the globe and allows families to reunite and make a life in our country. And I would just point out that, again, in all of those things to help people get in, there should be a process to get them connected with an employer who then helps to get them set up in that location. Absolutely. Because you love resources. I do love resources. And you know that they're not going to succeed if they're not set up for success. Now, you're always, always, and that's the the glassy-eyed, you know, rose-colored glasses that every social worker has to -hmm. to take off. You're going to have people who, no matter how many resources you throw at them, Mm -hmm. they don't want it, and they're going to just throw them aside and not take it and, and not succeed. And you will get that even with the immigration system. But will you have the, for every one, will you have three that take it and, and profit from it? Absolutely. I, I think you would find more success with people who are coming here because they're passionate about finding a job and, and providing for their family versus the people who maybe you see as a case manager who are down on their luck already, who maybe have mental health issues and, and drugs. So I think it's a little different. Yeah. Or, but, but you're, but the, yeah, yeah. I mean, not all of them will succeed, but. Yeah, I think my point is, are you going to have people who are going to come in and try to abuse the system? Absolutely. Of course, they already do it. Yeah, and I mean, we have that with, with citizens. Right. So. People are people. They take advantage of. It's, it's going to be, to your point, more people who want to come to this country, want to work, mm-hmm. want to be citizens and in every aspect of the word mm-hmm. um, and contribute to our society mm-hmm. more so than than the people who don't so. and that should be something that is taken into consideration with the immigration process so not only are you trying to uh, establish them with an employer and a place to live but also taking into consideration um, maybe like a, a, a point scale I was going to say, it's a it's another argument for, like, Canada's points-based system. Right. And you look at maybe their education level or their ability to speak English or, or Spanish or whatever with the community in which they're going. Oh, goodness. Because bilingual people mm-hmm. are absolutely a hot commodity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but I mean. really just looking at many different, many, many different variables and skill sets to see how well that person will succeed in the U.S. I think if I remember correctly, when I was doing the little test for the for the Canadian points-based immigration system, mm-hmm. that was one of the questions. Do you speak multiple languages? What do they speak there? Uh, French um, and I English think it and said Spanish? French. I think it specified French and maybe a Haitian, maybe Haitian Creole. Really? Because huh. they're very similar. Um, if I remember correctly, this was some time ago. Um, but then I think it was also just had an other Mm -hmm. because it, you're still very beneficial. And it makes sense because if they send you to Quebec and you don't speak French, you're screwed. (laughs) Like absolutely. How would you ever get a job in Quebec if you don't speak French? Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, the article finishes off. Well, it's not really an article, but the the proclamation proclamation <laughs> finishes finishes off, and it really just is telling Congress to uh, pass the U.S. Citizens Act and the Dream and Promise Act, which we can cover in another video. Yes, but. That was Biden's 21 minus a couple points. On <laughs> you the took away a couple of his points. I did. I, well, they weren't elaborated on enough to actually be considered. Let's a give point. him 18. His 18, 18 points. Fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. So, um, If you agree or you disagree or if you have other ideas that we should add to the immigration system or, or the illegal immigration system, let's be real here. That's what this whole thing addressed. Leave a comment down below. Uh, tell us how awful we are for using the word, the correct word, illegal immigration. If you have more resources, because Jennifer loves resources. She loves resources. If you have more resources, leave them down below in a comment, because I'll read them for sure. I, that's part of our thing, is we love to learn. We want to be more right if we are very wrong. And you probably help out people that come in. All the time. All the time. So just remember, like, subscribe. Get notifications by doing what? Ringing that bell. <laughs> so make sure you get notifications every time we post, and we will see you next time. See you later.